0: the Dark Jewel, a podcast focused on spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, and financial well-being. I'm your host, Dwayne Gelly, and today we're having a discussion about love and relationships. There's no better person for me to talk about love and relationships than my very first guest sitting beside me, Miss Camille case Gelly, my wife of seven years and the mother of my son. Is love. Love is weird in a sense because it is something that seems very hard to define. The best way to tackle the definition of love, to me, is to break it down into parts. I personally like Robert Sternberg's triangular theory of love, particularly how it dissects love into three components. Intimacy, passion, and commitment. Intimacy covers feelings of attachment, closeness, and connectedness and boundedness passion covers drives connected to both limerence and sexual attraction so let me define limerence limerence is a state of being infatuated or obsessed with another person typically experienced involuntarily and characterized by a strong desire for reciprocity of one's feelings but not primarily for a sexual relationship commitment covers the decision to remain with another, and in the long term, the shared achievement and plans made with that other person. In triangular theory, different combinations of the three components of love results in different types of love. For example, intimacy and commitment would equate to compassionate love, while passionate intimacy would equate to romantic love. The combination of all three components would equate to consummate love, the strongest and rarest type of love. So compassionate love would be the sharing of feelings, of mutual respect, trust, and affection. Romantic love would be a type of love that involves sexual attraction and evolves when one feels a sense of interdependence, attachment, and that our psychological needs are being met. So, love is attached to relationships. And for our discussion, we're going to also dissect relationships into three categories. Those categories are familial, platonic, and romantic. Before we get into the whole thing about the connection between relationships and love, We should talk a little bit about the difference between saying that you love someone versus being in love with someone. So, what are your views on these two states of being? Well, when
1: I think of love, I just think in general of I love my friends, I love my family, so it's about caring. Um, um, it's about that mental structure of, okay, I love you, I care for you, and I'm going to, you know, be there for you. And then when I think of being in love, I am thinking of a more romantic type of relationship. So those are my two. Um, that's how I break it down. And I'm not sure if it's something cultural, why I Why I say that, because our culture really looks at love pretty much from a romantic perspective.
0: Yeah, I think generally people are going to look at it through a romantic perspective, especially when we're talking about being in love. But to me, it seems that the major difference between the two is that love is about receiving, while being in love is about giving. Loving someone is about how that person makes you feel, while being in love with someone is about how you make that person feel. So it's pretty much about a state of mind.
1: Right.
0: right. So let's start off um, the discussion about uh, the connection between relationships and love. First, let's talk about familial relationships and familial love. Familial relationships are relationships dealing with um, family members. So the connection that you have through some sort of kinship, um, parents, siblings, cousins, or in-laws. Familial love is something that's natural or instinctual affection. So uh, love between a mother and her child. So from your perspective, what do you think is required to sustain a healthy relationship, any form of relationship?
1: So even thinking of that familial love, right? That's familial. Um, in order to sustain that, it's, it's coming from, to me, it's coming from a caring perspective. So I could say, I love my son, you know so that's it's a different type of love that i would show to my son versus even my mother i love my mother i care for my mother but that love is going to be totally different so even as we're having this conversation i must be honest i i have never really sat down and thought of love in different categories i normally just say okay i love you i love my son i love my mother i love you know you as my uh, husband but even though i know that okay our love goes a little bit beyond what you know the love i share for my mother and my child so hopefully i did answer that um to a, to an extent so that you know um, people can understand that because i'm pretty sure other people are out there thinking oh my goodness i have never really broken down love into different categories i just say i love you and i think that's that's it
0: put like love aside for a second but how would you find like a, a relationship like a healthy relationship how would you how do you think that a healthy relationship functions
1: I think a healthy relationship functions based on being vulnerable. So if you're being vulnerable meaning you're being honest with each other, you're being open, you um you're always up for some types of discussion. It doesn't matter if it's a Um, romantic relationship, or a friendship, or a familial relationship. I think it you have to be very open and honest with that person, and you have to really, you know, be vulnerable with that person, so they can see when you're good, when you're when you're when you're not good, and you can have that honest relationship.
0: So what I get from what you're saying is that the thing that holds relationships together a healthy relationship is communication
1: definitely communication
0: yeah so regular communication should be honest and not judgmental
1: right totally agree
0: so how do you show love in familial relationships so like you brought up like your mom and even our son like how would you show love in that sense
1: So for my mom is pretty much daily having conversations with her. It you know, it doesn't have to be anything like I'm a teacher, it doesn't have to be on that educational level we we can do educational we could talk about anything it's just calling her each day and having just a chit chat if anything is on her mind even something goofy just having that discussion with her talking to her about it and i think you know wanting to go the extra mile for her if she is like just you know wanting to vent that day saying she's having a down day and then something in that conversation sparks up um you know that she may need something or whatever even just trying to get it without her knowing is me showing that love to say okay mom i got you and then with my son is like just you know the thought of you know i'm his mother is like i'm his protector so it's like Daily, I am just constantly thinking that how can I keep him safe? So I think that is also a part of that love aspect is because the person, you are always consistently thinking of them in that way to say, how can you provide for them and make them, you know, make things better for them?
0: Well, like my second question is about that familiar relationship and being in love. But based on the definition I gave earlier, being in love means that your your focus is making the other person feel mm-hmm. rather than receiving the feeling. Right. Right. So just by your description earlier just now, mm-hmm. you're really much talking about being in love with your mom, being in love with your son, if you're looking at that definition.
1: But... Wow. So that's like a little bit mind-blowing in the sense because as I as I was explaining earlier, culturally when you think of being in love with somebody, it's like you're just thinking about a romantic relationship. I'm not in a romantic relationship with my mother and I'm not in a romantic relationship with my son. So what exactly are you saying in terms of I'm being in love?
0: So with. again, like being in love means that the focus is how you're making that other person feel. Oh. So you're, you're giving rather than receiving. Got you. So to say that you love someone is, is basically saying that, okay, I love you. This focus on how you feel. So if I'm saying I love you, it's how you make me feel. If I'm saying I'm in love with you, it's how I'm making you feel.
1: Okay, so you're pretty much telling me that maybe a lot of people may be listening to this right now and thinking that, so if I have my best friend and because I will do anything, I'll go above and beyond for that best friend. Technically, I'm in love with my best friend, but not in love to that degree of, uh, in a romantic way.
0: Right again. There's different type of relationships, so each relationship has its own form of love. And my whole thing is saying, okay, in each relationship, you can have
1: those,
0: th- aspects. those aspects. So you can have saying, okay, I'm in love. I can say I'm in love with my friend, and we're just friends. Okay. And I can say I'm in love with my son. I'm not like attracted to my son sexually or anything in that sense. Mm-hmm. But I'm in love simply stating that the definition of being in love is that my focus is on making the other person feel loved
1: okay that is really um, a new perspective a new way to look on love because I am as I as I even stated earlier, we are always talking about love, but we just talk about it in a general sense. We don't talk about it in different categories. So now, I'm and once again, going back to the culture, um, it's a lot of people may now be looking at it and say, "Oh my goodness!" Like you know, the guys on the street, that's my bridging. You know, they'll say, "Oh, I'm a bridging that," and want to go and you know and. They'll go above and beyond that bridging. But do you think you really could tell them now that yo, you know, you're really in love with your bridging because of what you're feeling and and all of that stuff? Not saying that you're going to have a romantic relationship with your bridging, but based on these definitions right now and the categories, you're pretty much saying, okay, I'm in love with this person. So whether you're female female male male it's just looking at the categories of love that's where you fit in
0: because at the end of the day love is not necessarily connected to romance
1: ah okay so i get and i think that's the big part of it that 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 now that you're talking to me, that's what's going on in my head. I'm like, okay, so now I can, I, I, I am really viewing love in that perspective to say, all right, it's not always about a, a romance because even in my explanation to say that I love my mom and I love my son, it's two different types of love, but even with that, I'm not saying I'm in love with them. You know what I mean? But no, based on the definition, that's it. It's
0: so why would you say it's two different types of love?
1: In terms, because I, I'm not looking at it in a romantic way.
0: No, but if, if you're looking at it from, like, put the romance to the side. Mm-hmm. We're looking at it from a familial relationship, mm-hmm. right? So both your mom and your son are familial relationships.
1: Right. so
0: why would you say that there are different types of love
1: but but even with because now as I, as I even having the conversation, I think I still love even though it's a familiar love I love my son I guess to to an ex you know my, the, the love that I'm sharing from my mom and my son is is somewhat different because it I guess I could say love to go, I don't know, go to some sort of degree because I can say, okay, I love my son to, to this extent, really going far and above. And maybe because my son is that extension from me versus my mom, I'm an extension from her. So maybe it's like a reversal with maybe the love that we'll share between each other.
0: Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it, like, even my mom. I think I love my mom, but to say I'm in love with my mom, maybe when I got older, I can say I'm in love with my mom because younger, I, I think I was more the receiver. Right? Versus like now, like we're, I'm older, I, I'm, I'm more a giver to my mom, so like I can say now that I'm in love with my mom because I'm more um, giving rather than always receiving. So
1: even so even in that sense too even in that sense, that could also make it make the love between for my son and my mom Mm. a bit different because in, in perspective right now um, I'm a giver to my son versus, you know, my mother, I I give too. So even with that aspect is like, what extent of the giving part would you say, you know, that, that means you are in love with that person.
0: I think it, it, it's connected to your intention of how that person should, should feel, how, what you want that person to feel. So if it's about um, me understanding, say, if you like cakes and cakes are going to make you feel loved, I'm going to either make you a cake or buy you a cake because it makes you feel loved. Okay. So I'm giving you love rather than thinking about me receiving love from you all the time.
1: Got gotcha. you. Okay. So the so to even so the the clear aspect of this is just to think of love not only in a romantic setting but to think of it in these categories of, you know, for example, the the discussion that we're having now about familial in that familial setting, the relationship you have with your family members and your relatives, and to think about it in are you on that receiving or giving end, and that determines whether or not you're in love with that person.
0: Right. So I think like you bring up a good point in the sense of um, degrees of love, but I don't I don't think it's a matter of it being outside of the the category of familiar love i think it's a matter of um in a sense of the degree to which you're you're willing to be vulnerable
1: gotcha
0: I mean, right. Right? right so like with your son or with our son you might be willing to be vulnerable in a different way mm-hmm. than with your mom
1: gotcha you. yeah um, and i totally uh, agree to that yeah. okay
0: so, like you we were talking about like on a relationship with Bretchen and Bretchen kind of thing, so that brings us to like a platonic relationship and platonic love. So like with a platonic relationship, we're talking about friendships and also acquaintances, but we're going to more focus on friendships. So friendships are, are between people who are not related but choose to interact with each other. So friends are people we trust, respect, care about, and feel that we can confide in them and want to spend time with them. Versus an acquaintance who we don't really know that well, but we're around them ever so often. So like a coworker. Yeah, right? I
1: have a vibe for them. <laughs> right.
0: So platonic, relation, um, platonic love is a special emotional and spiritual relationship between two people who love and admire one another because of common interests, a spiritual connection, and similar worldviews. So it does not involve any type of sexual relationships or sexual involvement.
1: So the bridging them out, there on a safe. <laughs> so right. even if you say you're in love with somebody, um, your friend, it's all right.
0: The funny thing, I think, within our culture, like... Growing up, I see that women are are. It's easier for women to say, yo, like they love them different friend," versus uh, for like, two guys to say, yo, I, "Yo, I'm a loving virgin."
1: But you know what? I think even with that is, you know, you're saying, "I, I love my friend," right? But is you're not saying, "Oh, you're normally know, in love with my friend." So I think that that in love and the in love part of it, for people are going to really look at it in that different way because they're, okay, so I'm looking at it now based on the discussion that the love is the overarching umbrella mm-hmm. and then the being in love now is those other aspects of things that you're doing, the feelings that come with it. And,
0: well, both of them come with feelings.
1: Right, okay. So
0: keep in mind that one is the receiver one is the giver, right? So the receiver is like, if I love you, if I say I love you, I'm the receiver because you're making me feel loved.
1: Ah. Right? If I
0: say I'm in love with you, I'm the giver, because I want you to feel loved.
1: Okay. But then, it, but, but then two, but it, it's, and it's also okay, because two persons can be in love with each other, because both parties are on the giving and the receiving end, right. um, and it can go vice versa. Right. Okay. I'm telling you, like, this is really mind-blowing in that sense, because I, I normally, on a regular basis, just say, I love you. Mm-hmm. And, and I say that to my friends, I say that to family, but never really thinking of it in that sense. Say to You know, say, I, I really love that person, or I'm in love with that person. It's because, oh, they make me feel that way, you know, or because... I am always giving and, and they feel love. So that makes it, you know, that categorize it in that way. I just say, I love you and, and it's full stop. I'm done. You know what I mean? So I've never really um, categorized it. So it's always good to get that um, newfound understanding and a clarity as to what is this overall thing that is called love?
0: If you... Think about going back to the the, the three um, components of love, right? The passion, the commitment, and the the intimacy. Right, you can have that in platonic relationship. Two birches, two situations can have those three things, mm-hmm. right? Which is if you have all those three things, it's the ultimate type of love. And that could simply be in a friendship. That could simply be in a a relationship with your sister or your brother. It could be in a relationship with your mother. But I I think it's, I agree that it's a rare thing to have all three of them at the same time.
1: Right, right, right.
0: -hmm. So, but my thing is now like, understanding that, how would you describe a loving friendship.
1: Well, a loving, a loving friendship have some of the similar components like any, uh, like any re- other relationships. Like even um, before with the familial one, you still have to have some type of vulner um, to be vulnerable in that setting too with your friendship, communication must be there as well. And you must have some, you know, that sense of caring and wanting to, to also do for that person and to make them feel like, you know, I got you type of situation. So I think overall with relationships for me, the biggest component is that communication aspect and wanting to be, you know, the, the, being open with that individual and that person and having that honesty and that person knowing that okay no matter the situation um we may have or disagreement here and there but that doesn't mean that we have to break apart it's just that because i love you i care for you if you do wrong i am going to tell you that you know you did something wrong, and I would like the same thing in return. If I'm doing something wrong, if you're my friend and you love me, I don't expect you to just sit and watch me doing something wrong and don't say anything about it. So I think it, 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 you know, it, it has this similar component of you know, being open, communication, being honest with each other.
0: So I think based on what you just said, um, a, familiar, a good familial relationship Kind of fits into a good um, platonic That's relationship, mm-hmm. and even though it's looking at the definition of what a friend is, a friend is supposed to be a person you can trust, a person, a person that cares about you, right? So that all connects into the into the same light of of simply being a good communicator, right?
1: And and even though it's it's funny though because even though you say it, it it's like it's rare to have all three at the same time, mm-hmm. right? So even though it's rare to have all three, we, we could still see how some of the components of, and it could be just maybe what I view it as, because maybe somebody out there may have a different perspective and say, you know what, I really view love in this way and that way. And it, it may still not, it may have some type of intertwine with the, what it needs like how you just connected what i said earlier with the familial now with the platonic relationship and they might say um i don't see that so it doesn't make that connection for me so i see where i would never obtain or attain the three
0: like how it's structured Mm -hmm. so like even going into romantic um, relationships and romantic love For me, like, I was thinking about it in a sense of that's pretty much the last type of relationship that you get into as you grow, right? So the very first one you you get into is the familial Mm -hmm. because when you're born, the first person that, like, you really connect to is your mom. Yeah. Right? And if your dad's there, you connect to your dad.
1: And then you start seeing other family members coming around and all of that stuff. Okay. So pretty much it's like... Aha, uh-huh. so, so the, the love thing is going through stages, right. for real. Right. So, okay. So, wow.
0: <laughs> and think about it. Like, you go off to school, when you go to school, you're around your, own, your peers, you, you build um, platonic relationships. All right. So you're learning how to love as you grow. So when you reach to the romantic relationship, hopefully you're able to understand love in a way where you can enter the relationship in a sound mind, sound... You've you already been practicing all these years.
1: But even, but, but then again, there are some other little shady parts about that, though, in the sense that my, maybe my, my viewing and the way that I show love and even receive love is totally different than how many people may receive it and show it and it could also be based on you know their own teachings or their own experiences so 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 that could also impact how a person goes into that romantic type of love situation Mm -hmm right? It, it, it's going to look different for everybody else. But I, I guess we're doing this conversation now just to hope that people now take a look back and say, okay, let me go look up this definition for myself and, and look at these three aspects that we're discussing and see where do I really fit in? And was I really showing love? A certain way, or was I, uh, you know, and trying to understand those categories.
0: Yeah, like before, I give like the definition of romantic relationships and rom- romantic love. Mm-hmm. Like, like think about like the, the the stages that I was talking about. Right. So we start out with a familial. We grow, and we're around our peers. We get into the platonic. What you were saying, like, is a good point. Like if you're going through these stages and you're being um, abused rather than being loved, mm. you're not really going to learn how to, to love and you're not going to learn how to be in love. Right? Because nobody is um, really showing you that, 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 that giving aspect. Mm. So nobody is in love with you. So to right. speak.
1: So it's like you, you're you're not getting that clear example right. as to as to what to do. Right. So you just pretty much you're going into a relationship doing the best way you are doing things the best way you feel that mm-hmm. it is.
0: Right. So like the best to me is like life gives you an opportunity to practice. But if you're practicing and you're doing deliberate practice right that means that you you're supposed to have some type of structure yeah. but if it's like learning a, how to play a guitar but you you learned it in a way where it's like backwards mm-hmm. so you're practicing backwards so when you you actually go out to play in front of people it's like okay you're playing the guitar but you're playing it backwards, backwards. versus this somebody actually taught you how to play it in the correct way when you go out and you're practicing, you're you're doing deliberate practicing. So when you go out, you you're you're good. And I think it's the same way with love. Like when you were born, you the first person that you smell is your mom. You have that, that the breast milk, mm-hmm. right? So it's like you have that connection, and you are, are receiving. So, so and
1: and so let me ask a question. So when you're talking about this, um. The teachings, right? You're just talking about just seeing the examples being brought about. Because I can't even remember somebody really come and say, this is the way you love, or this is the way how you should love or anything. But it's just the, the, the going around um, different people and seeing how they show love and how they receive love, then that becomes a part of you, right?
0: But you're actually learning. So if, if, right. if you see somebody um, opening like you see a gentleman opening the door all the time for a young lady, you're going to say, "Oh, I like that that and or it might click in your head, "Oh, he's actually showing her love." Mm-hmm. right So you but mark might
1: just say that's just um, kindness and. Kindness is a form. form of love, right?
0: Okay. Like, so if if you're having in that in your mind growing up, and that's what you see growing up, in some way along the line, you're gonna start to expect that. Okay. Right. So it's the same thing if in the opposite. So if you if you grow up and you see a, a guy always yelling at a, a a female, when you and you're thinking that's communication. So when you grow through the stages of familial to platonic. And in those two stages, it's the same thing that you're seeing. When you reach to the romantic stage, you're going to expect that the guy is supposed to be yelling, and that is a form of communication. Okay. Right? So it seems like we're like we're hovering around the, the romantic, so let me define it. So romantic relationships and romantic love. Romantic relationships is the relationship that deals with a reciprocal connection in which individuals feel very strongly attracted to one another, both to their personality and often physically. Romantic love is a good, um, a good definition of romantic love, is an intense attraction that involves the individualization of the other within an erotic context. So we're dealing with sexual relationships. Mm -hmm. So in everything that we just talked about, how would you um, describe a healthy romantic relationship?
1: Once again, uh, for me, a healthy romantic relationship also involves being vulnerable with your partner. You know, you're able to share with, share, you know, the most darkest side to you with your partner your, those, that person is your confidant as well, where you could go to them and, and be open with them. It also involves honesty and that communication aspect, and just being vulnerable
0: overall. So think about it, right? So we're saying that to love somebody means that you are receiving,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and to be in love with somebody... Simply means that you're giving,
1: Given. right? Mm-hmm.
0: So, having that understanding of like those two categories, and knowing now that you can be in love with a in a familial sense, you can be in love with a platonic sense, and you can be in love in a romantic sense. Do you think that it's possible for one person to be in love with more than another per uh, more than one person?
1: I think so. I, I think it's, 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 it's quite possible for, for a person to be in love with more multiple people because of the, 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 categories and the definition. So I am in love with you as my husband, in love with you in the sense of that romantic relationship, you know, and then I am in love with my friend with the on that platonic level because of how my friend might make me feel, how I make my friend feel, and we're, you know, giving, I'm giving, she's giving back and all of that stuff. But we're not to the extent of uh, being in that romantic setting.
0: So So like to me at the end of the day, I think especially with dealing with art culture, I think it's it's a matter of labeling and understanding what these categories actually are so it it becomes very difficult like even for me i can't remember uh um, probably more than three times that i've actually told my father that i love him right right so and even like giving my father hugs and stuff like that it's it's just not really a normal thing versus like my mom i've i've told my mom a number of times Right? So th- to me, it boils down to the culture and our, and our understanding of love and how we intertwine certain things that don't need to be intertwined. Mm-hmm. So romance is, is in its own category. Platonic is in its own category. Familialism is in, in its own category. And if we understand each thing has its own category, and in each category, we can have love and being in love. Mm-hmm.
1: And just on yes, and I, I I totally agree and just understand, so it's like right now it's like we pretty much need that shift in the way that we're thinking about even this the, the term of love, right, so because, as you clearly stated in 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 our culture being Jamaican and all, um it's really a taboo to for a man to go to another one and say, "Oh, you know, I me in love with your my friend or something like that because but when you're looking at it in that um, category, to say, because it's that in that platonic way, if everyone were to have that concept, then they'll understand that, okay, <laughs> it's not like we have a romantic relationship. We just, you know, we're bridging.
0: Yeah. So I'm bridging and bridging Can cannot say, okay, I'm looking to, to give you love. Right. Right not the romantic love but i'm looking to make sure that you you feel feel love
1: and you you know some i'm there for you as a friend yes
0: so um wrapping up like would you have anything to to add
1: so right now to be honest um this topic um has been mind-blowing for me because i've i always just look at love love no categories i'm not breaking it down like that i just know that yes you know i give my i give you a different type of love i give but i wasn't even putting it into those categories so what i would say is for every everyone out there who is currently listening just go ahead and do some you know a little bit of research for yourself just to look up you know what love is and looking at those categories and if you have your friends and you know the relationship you have with your family versus your your partners or stuff like that you can know that okay i can be in love with multiple people and that's okay because of the category that they fall under so just, just do a little bit of that research because trust me, right now, I'm telling you, I'm definitely going to do a little bit more digging into this love thing so that I can really have a, a, a full, clearer, you know, knowledge so that I can even go out and, you know, educate some more about it.
0: As we come to a close, it's a great time to connect the episode to an affirmation we can meditate on during the week until our next episode. My greatest hope is that each episode has an impact on your lives. An affirmation helps to achieve that goal because it allows you to utilize the power of words to influence personal evolution. So this week's affirmation states, I happily give and receive love each day. I want to thank you for joining us this week on Dark Jewel. Your listening ear is always absolutely appreciated. Till next week, here is an extra nugget from an African proverb. It is much easier to fall in love than to stay in love.